So we have um, some outstanding uh, information over here, which is really remarkable. The Torah tells us that Paroi summons Moshe Rabbeinu, and he makes what seems to be a very sincere and very honest and very, very um, submissive and humble Vidoy. Paroi comes to Moshe Rabbeinu and says, I've sinned. Hashem HaTzadik, God is the righteous one. Vani Vami Orisham, we're the wicked ones. It sounds like a full-fledged vidoy. I mean, the Rambam writes, what's vidoy? If someone says chatasi, they sinned. Power seems to have made a very honest, very sincere vidoy. And nevertheless, right after that, Paro hardens his heart. And how do we understand that Paroi um, says these words, chatasi apam? Yeah, I've sinned. Hashem atzadik. We know the Gemara tells us in Erevin, and Afyotes, that Rishayim, even when they get to the doorway of Gehenim, they don't, uh, they don't, Enom Chayzim B'Tshuva, they don't say Vidoy, they don't have any regrets. And here, Paroi, who, do we have a bigger Russia than Paroi, someone who reached the point where he lost his free will. And he's saying this uh, very, it's like what we do the whole day on Yom Kippur, Hashem Nubagadnu. Right, the Gemara says, "Amr of Shimon Lakish, Rishoyim Afilu Apischoy Shogehenim Einim Chayzim B'Tshuva Shenemar, the Yatsu Verob Efigre Hanoshim Hapoishim Be." If you go into Gehenim, it's not like the people all of a sudden become Sadikim. The Rishoyim are still as adamant and as wicked as ever. So what's going on over here? What, what exactly is Paro saying? It, it seems pretty sincere to me. And then take a look at number three, a little bit earlier in the parsha. Torah says like this, Vayoyimru ha-chartumim el-paroi, the chartumim say to paroi, Etzbay Elohim hi, it's the finger of God. Vayechazak leiv paroi, so paro hardens his heart, Veloy shama aleim, he doesn't listen to them, Ka'ashar diber Hashem, like God spoke. So, what exactly does it mean, Etzbay Elohim? Doesn't it mean that the sorcerers acknowledge that this is the work of God? Well, if they're acknowledging it's the work of God, then what does it mean? Who is Paro not listening to? So we would read it. Well, if the Khartoumim just acknowledge it's from God, we would expect Paro is not listening to the Khartoumim. Kasher Diber Hashem, like God said. God never said Paro wouldn't listen to the Chartumim. God said Paro wouldn't listen to Moshe and Aaron. Hashem never said one time Paro was not going to listen to his sorcerers. So it almost seems like the sorcerers are saying it is God. Paro is not listening to the sorcerers. How do you read the next words? Kasher Dibar Hashem. You have to say Kasher Dibar Hashem is. Paro hardened his heart. And what? He didn't listen to Moshe and Aaron. Right? That he didn't listen to Moshe and Aaron. Well, then what does it have to do with the beginning of the Pasuk that the Khartoumim said, Kimhi. I mean, how do you read this Pasuk? It sounds like the Khartoumim are going against Hashem. Hashem said, like, I told you, which seems to indicate that Paro is not going to listen to Hashem. Then what does that have to do with the fact that the Khartoumim said, Kimhi? And this is a question that's raised by the Noida Behuda Masechta Psachim. The Tzlach Masechta Psachim, look at number four, he asks, this pasuk is self-contradictory. If Paroi's officers, if his Khartoumim, if his sorcerer says, this is the finger of God, 
He should have um, humbled himself and sent out the Jewish people. So we're forced to say, We're forced to say that when the Pasuk continues that Paro didn't listen to them, he didn't listen to the Khartoumim. And they, they advised Paro let the Jews go. And Paro didn't listen to the Khartoumim. So then how do you read the next words? God never told Moshe Aaron that Paro wouldn't listen to the Khartoumim. So what are you forced to say? Paro didn't listen to Moshe and Aaron. So what does it have to do with the fact that the sorcerer said, and then we come to the end of the parsha. At the end of the parsha, we have a very unusual expression. An expression that has not appeared since Parshas Bereshus. And that is at the very end of the parsha, by the last mark in the parsha, Biata and you and your servants, Yadati, I know, Kiterem Tiraun, you have not yet feared Mipnei Hashem Elohim from before God your Lord. Hashem Elohim. The term Hashem Aleichem has not yet appeared in Sefer Bereshis, has not appeared in the entire Sefer Bereshis since Parshas Bereshis. Why? And this is a question raised in the Shailas Uchuvas Maharashdam. Rashmol Dimodina, Chida writes about him, we listen to everything he says like he'd be the Rambam. We saw recently in a, a Wednesday night share about names, Parsha Shemais, a Wednesday share, that... Um, Rav Menashe Klein says that all the Achreinim could argue on the Marashtam, we follow the Marashtam, who was the Gadol Hadar. And he, in his second Shuva, in the Sefer, he raises this question in Archaim, Simon Beis, and he wants to know why is it that since Bereshus, this phrase, Hashem Elohim, has not appeared, and he also raises another question, and that is like this. Open up your Chumash, you look in Parshish Bereshus. Gracious Bara, Elikim. Vayoimer, Elikim. Vayikra, Elikim. Vayoimer, Elikim. Vayas, Elikim. Vayoimer, Elikim. Vayikra, Elikim. Vayoimer, Elikim. Vayoimer, Elikim. Vayas, Elikim. Right? Again and again and again and again. God's name is Elikim, 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 Elikim. How about Yud Kevavke? Not one mention of it. The word one is right. No. Simply put, Elohim is dead. And then all of a sudden, you get up to Perak Beis, Pasuk Dalet, number seven on your sheets. Ela Toldos Hashemayim Ve'aretz Bihi Baram Be'yoyim Asois Hashem Elohim. And then once it starts with the Hashem Elohim business, it can't shake itself from it. It says, Vayitzer Hashem Elohim. Vayita Hashem Elohim. Vayatzmach Hashem Elohim. Vayikach Hashem Elohim. Vayitzav Hashem Elohim. Vayoymer Hashem Elohim. Vayitzer Hashem Elohim. I mean, talk about, you know, getting hooked up with something. It starts, Barashas Bar Elohim, it can't shake the Elohim. And the Sunnah is in Perak Beis, Pasuk Dal, it says Hashem Elohim, straight! And then we don't hear about Hashem Elohim throughout the entire Sefer Barashas until you get up to the end of Parshas Va'era. And this is the question that the Marashtam tries to address, and he starts off by saying like this. The questioner says, tell me pshat, why? In the beginning it's Elohim, Elohim, Elohim. Then you have Hashem, Elohim, Hashem, Elohim, and you don't hear from it until Va'era. So Marashtam says, why don't you like what the Sefer HaIkram says? 
So the question says, I don't like what the Sefer Ikram says about this. So the Narasim said, if you don't like what he says, you, then, and he was much greater than me, you're not going to like what I have to say. But in any event, he offers the following proposal, and we're just going to say it very briefly, but we're not going to focus, we're going to offer something else. And the Marashtam says, well, we know God created the world, what? Like you said earlier, Bemidas Hadin. Right? That's why it says, Bereshis Bar Alekim, Ayyem Alekim, Ayas Alekim. But then when it comes to the creation of man, God understood the world could not exist on Midas Harachamim, Midas Hadin alone. So Hashem had to join up Midas Harachamim, Biyoyim Asois Hashem Alekim. So Hashem Alekim denotes a shutfis between Din and Rachamim. So says the Marashtam, when it came to the Barad, at the end of this week's parasha, even though all the Makois were Elekim, Elekim, Midas Hadin, when it came to the Barad, there was a partnership of Din and Rachamim. Why? Because if you look at the Psukim, it says, the Pishta and the Sa'ira, the flax and the barley, were destroyed. That's obviously Din. Because Hashem knew, who eats barley anyway? You know, a bissel barley and the cholent. I mean, barley is not one of the staples of life. Linen, you know, pishta, no. But the chita, the wheat, the hakusemes, and the spelt, lainukasa, that were not smitten. That's a staple of life. So this maka, you had din and rachamim together, and that's why by this maka it says, Hashem Elekim. Okay? Beautiful pshat. We are going to take a different approach. Okay? Based on the Ariza and the Shlach Kadosh, and that goes like this, okay? Uh, mamish amazing. Take a look at number nine. In general, let's talk about this Paroi guy. Paroi was not a fool. Paroi was a, a tremendous Chacham. That result says he was a Mechashif Gadol. He was a great sorcerer. He was a smart guy. I mean, he is the most powerful and influential person in the world, okay? You don't think he believed in God? He absolutely believed in God. But what kind of God? He believed in Elohim. How do we know he believed in Elohim? Who taught him about Elohim? Yosef HaTzadik. Yosef, Hara comes to Yosef and says, Oh, Yosef, I heard about you, Tishma Chalem Lifter Yosef. I heard you know how to interpret dreams. What did Yosef respond? Look at number nine. Vayan Yosef as Paroi Lamar. Biladai. It ain't me. Elohim Yanesh Lein Paroi. It's all Elohim. So Yosef taught him about Elohim. Did Paro accept that? Absolutely. The Pasuk says, I've never met someone that the spirit of Elohim is in. So Paroi learned from Yosef about Elohim, and he was Mikabel from Yosef about Elohim. However, you know what Paray doesn't believe in? He doesn't believe in Yudke Vavke. Because Paray, look in Shemais, Parakei, Pasadena, Zayyayimur Paray, Mi Hashem Asher Hashem Abakal, Yeah, Elikim, I know all about him. Yosef told me about Elikim, I was Makab, but Mi Hashem Asher Hashem Abakal, Yushal Hazal, Lo Yodati Es Hashem. Paray knows Elikim, he doesn't know Yudke Vavke. But Hashem says, Paray, you're missing something. I have something to tell you. So Parshas Ve'era begins. Vayedaber Elohim El Moshe. Vayoymer Elav. Ani Hashem. You know, I got to introduce myself. You may know one of my names, but you don't know my true name. You don't know Ani Hashem. And every time Moshe comes to, to Paro, he says, 
Lamanteda Kiani Hashem Bikarev Aretz. Lamanteda Kiani Hashem. Lamante Kiain Kamani Bechalar. Lamanteda. And that is why every time it says that Paro's heart was hardened, it says, Because every time Paro heard Yud Kevavke, he went ballistic. He went crazy. I said, he said, I don't know who this Yud Kevavke is. I know Elikim. Yosef taught me about Elikim. Elikim, Yana Eshleim Paroi. Hanimsa Kazeish Asherach Elikim. But who's this Hashem? I don't believe in him. Me Hashem. Paro was such a smart man. Yeah. He couldn't make the association. No. We'll see. Well, now we have to understand. What is Elikim? And what is Hashem? It was a different Paro. No, it wasn't. Same Paroi. In any event, but... In any event... The Ariza tells us like this. Look at number 14 from the Ariza on the Shah Kavanah in Jewish Aleph. It's a continuation of what we did last week. Uh, Paroi had a very strong, um, <clears throat> strong feelings against Yud Kevavke. That's why he says, Ariza says in the middle of the first paragraph, In other words, he's not acknowledging. The power of your Kevavke. Look at the next paragraph. He was my dad, Elikim, because Yosef taught him. Elikim Yanesh, Lain Paroi. And Paroi said, So let's try to understand this a little bit. What exactly did Paroi understand about Elikim? And what did Paroi not accept about your Kevavke? It's very nice, you know, we have the structure down. Paroi is willing to uh, accept Elikim. He's not willing to accept. What did he accept? What did he not accept? So the Noi Debihuda tells us that we know Elikim has numerical value of 86. Yudke Vavke has numerical value of 26. Now what else has numerical value of 86? Teva. Even though Teva is really 81. Ha Teva. The word ha-teva, nature, is 86. God has two ways he runs the world. You know how he ran the world? When God created the world, he set up the laws of nature. He set the world into motion. The sun rises, the sun sets, the birds chirp, the animals hibernate, the birds fly south in the winter. This is teva. There's certain unalienable laws of nature that are not broken. That is elikim. Din. Din means the way things should be, nature. But there's another realm that Hashem is able to operate in, and that is Yud Kevavke. Yud Kevavke means Haya, Haive, Fiyah. He was, He is, and He will be. In other words, Mehave Kohahavayos. He creates all existence, which means He could supersede the system. He could bypass the system. You know, you could put a certain system into place, but sometimes once the system's in place, it's almost like it has a mind of its own. You can't change a system. God not only is Elohim, not only He created the system, but He could supersede the system. And that's Yud Kevavke. So Paroi believes in Elohim. He believes in the laws of nature. He believes the world has a certain He believes in Elohim. But he doesn't believe God could supersede the system. He read the Chumash. That's how God created the world. God made a system. And now let's get how he made the system. In capital, 
Um, Halo Hagadol is Kuf Lamed Vav, right? Halo Haydu Hashem Kitayv Ki Liyaylam Chastai. Haydu Lelo Keho Elokim Ki Liyaylam Chastai. Haydu La Adoneho Adonim Ki Liyaylam Chastai. Right? You ever the sound familiar? Yeah, that's something we do in the Jewish religion, right? We say this chapter of Tehillim um, in Halo Hagadol. Yeah, you ever say you ever hear that before? Kuflam Vav. Haydu Lashem Kitov, Haydu Lelekeo like him, Haydu Ladoineho Adoinim. God set up a system. Are you ready for the system? The lowest rank and file are the Adoinim. The Adoinim are the, the celestial bodies, the sun, the moon, right? Like we say, Kayach Gvura Nasan Bahem, Leois Maishlim, the Karev Tevel. You ever hear those words? Yeah? The God orchestrates the world through the through the Mazalois, through the celestial bodies. Those are the Adoinim. Above the Adoinim you have Elohim. Elohim is not only referring to God, all, all great powers refer to Elohim, right? Elohim can refer to Dayanim. Elohim is Slavs, not specifically Hashem. And the Elohim. The Shlach Kodesh writes, is like this. The Elohim are those above. They are the Sarim Shalmaila, right? We know the Malachim. All every Uma has a Sar. These are the Sar Shalmaila. And above the Adonim and above the Elohim is the Rebani Shalom himself. But Hashem is also an Elohim. He's also an Adonim. That's what we say like this. Haidu Lashem Kitoiv Kilam Chaseh. That's the highest level. Haidu Leilakei HaElohim. Of all the Elohims. Of all the powers, God is supreme. And then the next we say, Of all the Adonim, God is supreme. Paro was masking God is an Adon. He's masking God as Elohim. He does not acknowledge He's not doesn't believe in Yud Kei He doesn't believe God could supersede the system. So every time Moshe Rabbeinu comes to Paro and he says, Ani Hashem, Paro goes crazy. Mi Hashem. I believe God created nature, and it's Oilam Kimim Hagai Noyeg. The laws of nature cannot be superseded. By the way, I'll tell you even more than that. Abar Bernal says that the Makos were all natural, they were not miraculous. Mm-hmm. First, what happened was the water became polluted and corrupted, and you know, animals died, and the water got full of blood. So, what are the frogs going to do when the water is full of blood? They're going to start jumping out of the water. They're going to proliferate like crazy. They have nothing better to do with their time. And now you have frogs everywhere. So you have frogs everywhere. Frogs jumping all over your skin. And, you know, you, you need, you need uh, to take showers. Who knows? Every three minutes, people started developing lice. And then after they developed lice, what happened? The animals go crazy. Right? Imagine you have a wild lion. He's itchy like crazy. He's going to attack. And then... People are stopped dying. That, the Barbanel says all, the, all of the Makos were natural. Says the Malvam, we disagree with that. We're not, we don't accept that. Of course, how could we say such a thing that they were, there was a natural process? This is, uh, we don't believe in that. But uh, Victor Miller points out, look at number 16 in, the, in the, his safer, a nation is born. <laughs> Fine, we accept the opinion of the Malvam that all the miracles, all the Makos were natural. <laughs> Excuse me, were miraculous. But now we understand what Paroi was thinking. Paroi held like the Abarbanel. Paroi held, it's all natural. It's all Elohim. 
says the Noida Yehuda, the sorcerers, they take a look at the kingdom, and you know what they say? Etzba Eloi Kimhi! They're disparaging the Makos. They're not being maida. This is not sincere humility. This is not admission to Yudke Vavke. This is Elohim! Bayechezak le paroi kasher diber Hashem. Paro's heart was hardened. Why? Because he didn't see anything supernatural. Paro learned our Barbanel al And he said, yeah, you're not proving anything to me. You're telling me in the beginning of the parasha, Bayeiro elav Hashem, right? Bayedaber Elohim el Moshe, Bayeiro elav Ani, Yud Kevavke? I don't see any Yud Kevavke any over here. Says the Nadi Yehuda in number 15. No! Paroi has not changed his belief. He, by saying, Etzba Elohim, nothing has changed. Nothing at all has changed. So says the Shlach Kadosh, the main limud of the Makos was to understand that although God has put a system into place, He could override the system, He could supersede the system, He could change the system. And that's Yudkei Vavke. Yudkei Vavke means to be Mahave Kol Ha'avayos. To be able to be Meshaded HaMarochas. To break the stars. To break the effects of nature. That's the main limit of the Makos. So Parah hears Elohim. He says, Elohim I, I believe in. Mi Hashem. Loyadati as Hashem. I don't know who this Hashem is. So says the Shlach HaKadosh. Amazing thing. Moshe Rabbeinu comes to complain to the Yibam Shem. He says, Umeyaz basi al-pare, look at number 18, L'daber bishmecha heira la'am hazeh. In the beginning, when Pare would hear Eli Kim from Yosef, Eli Kim, Yana Shalim Pare, Pare was basically a good guy. But the moment I started to tell him, bishmecha, as soon as I say, Ani Hashem, Ani Hashem, Pare is going crazy. And that's when Pare put in the new um, pronouncement, Tichbar Ho'avodah. Once Paro hears your special name, that's when Paro is um, making all of these decrees. Says the Shla, amazing thing. It's not that Paro hardened his own heart. Every time Paro heard Yudke Vavke, that hardened his heart. You know what hardened? Vayechezak Hashem Esle Paroi. So um, the Rebbe Nisham says something. Like, listen, listen to what Hashem says. Hashem says, says the Shla. When Hashem said, "Va'ani Aksha Slave Paroi," I'm gonna harden Paro's heart. Hashem didn't mean I'm gonna harden Paro's heart. It's the words "Ani Hashem" are gonna harden Paro's heart. Va'ani Aksha Slave Paroi. Every time Paro hears, Ani Hashem Bekerav Aretz, Ani Hashem Bekerav Aretz, Ain Kamayni Every time Paro hears the words, Ani Hashem, Ani Hashem, Ani Hashem, that is going to harden his heart. So the Ani Aksha Slay Paro, it's not Hashem saying, I will harden his heart. It's when Paro hears the word Ani, that will be Maksha Slibai. Says the Shla, that's what it means like this. You ready? Imein Anili, Mili. Uksha Ani Laatsmi. Mani says the show like this. If I'm not going to keep on telling Paroi, Ani Hashem, Ani Hashem, you know what I'm going to hear from him? Me, Me Hashem, 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 But when I make it my business to make it known in the world, Ani Hashem, Ani Hashem, then Mani, then people are going to say, Marabu Masecha Hashem. 
says the Shlach, the same way Hillel said down here in this world, Emeinanili, Hashem also says Emeinanili. Emeinanili means like this, Emeinanili, if I don't teach the world, Ani Hashem, all I'm going to hear is, Mi Hashem, Mili, Oksha'ani La'atzi, when I teach the world about Ani Hashem, Ma'ani, Ma'ani refers to Marabu Masecha Hashem. Okay, so you ready for this? What heart in Paro's heart? Ani Hashem, the Ani. But we could say a little bit differently. Go back to the first pasuk. Vayoyimer Paroy, Vayishlach Paroy, Vayikro LeMoshe LeAron, Vayoyimer Aleim, Chatosi Apam, Hashem Atzadik, Vaani Vaami Harasham. This is from Rav Shamshin Meyash Shapali. Rav Shamshin Shapali was very early Makubal. The Ramchal quotes him even. Take the words Hashem Hatzadik, Rashi Tevos Yud. And then, hey, take the words, Ve'ami harishayim, Vav. Hey, so Paroi is saying the Yudke Vavke, but he's destroying it. He's being mafsiket. How is he being mafsiket? With what word? Va'ani. He's taking the Yudke Vavke of Hashem HaTzadik, Ve'ami harishayim. And you know who he's injecting in between? You know how he's being mafsik and destroying? Va'ani! So it says Rav Shamshim Rashi at first glance it looks like Paro is making a very sincere vidoy. He's saying Chatasi Hashem Atzadik Vani Amir. But actually, what he's trying to do is he's fighting the Yudke Vavke and he's injecting the Vani, which also may be what Hashem meant. Vani Akshasli Paroi. What's hardening Paro's heart is his ego, which he's injecting into the Shem Hashem, which he can't accept the fact that there is someone who supersedes the laws of this world. That's what it means. Hashem HaTzadik Bani Hamim HaRasham. Says of Shamshim HaShapaya, if you look in Eicha, this is number 19, it's, it's from the Sefer Likutei Sheshanim, brought in the Sefer Shvilei Pinchas, he says like this, if you look in Eicha, it says, Ki Ra'asa Goyim Ba'u Mikdasha. Does that sound familiar? Eicha Perak Aleph Yud. Ki Ra'asa Goyim Ba'u Mikdasha. Eloi Tzivisa, right? Remember that Pasuk? Ki ends with a Yud. Ra'asa ends with a... Hey. Ba'u ends with a Vav. Mikdash ends with a Hey. It's Yud Ke Vav Ke in Soifei Tevais. The only thing is, what has been injected in between? Goyim. That's what the Goyim are coming to fight. They're fighting the Yud Ke Vav Ke. They're injecting themselves. Ki, Ra'asa, Ba'u Mikdash, but the Goyim are coming in. That's what Shamsha is supposed to That's what it means. The Goyim have entered your inheritance, entered your name. So in other words, what we have over here is, based on the Arizal and the Shla and the Neid Yehuda, is a different Mahalach than the Marashtam. And that is, we could say very simple. When God created the world, first He sets up the laws of nature. But then, if you take a look in the Sefer Ikrim, God now needs to deal with man. And once God is dealing with man, man has to understand that God could supersede nature. There are supernatural forces in this world that could communicate not in a natural way. There's Nevuah, there's Torah, there's Chara V'Einesh. That's coming Mikayach Yud Kei So in the beginning of the Torah until Perak Beis, Pasuk Dalib, 
Not one mention of your kebab. Until Eila told Hashem And when God deals with man, it's Hashem Aleikim, Hashem Aleikim, Hashem Aleikim. This is the way the Sefer Ikram basically explains it. In Parakir Aleph, Maimur Aleph. Okay? Paray understood Barashas part one. But what he didn't get was Mi Hashem. So what we would like to suggest is different than the Marashdam. You know why at the end of the parsha you have this expression, right? Like we started off. Look at number five. Yatav Avadecha Yadati Kiterem Tiron Mipne Hashem Elikim. Moshe says, Power, you're not getting the point. I know you buy into the Elikim business. I know you're willing to acknowledge Etzba Elikimhi. But you're not getting Vayidaber Hashem El Moshe Vayoymarani Hashem. You do not yet fear Hashem Elikim. You do not yet fear Hashem Elikim. And why did Power Power was not willing to accept the fact that Hashem supersedes nature? And that's why he injects the Ani. He injects himself. Hashem HaTzadik. Ba'ani, he injects the Ami HaRashayim. So let me ask you something. Where did Parag learn this from? So, if you look in Sefer Bereshus, when you look in Sefer Bereshus, after the Torah transitions from Elohim, 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 to Hashem, Elohim, Hashem, Elohim, we find a very cl- sly and clever fellow by the name of the Nachash. And after about ten times it says Hashem Aleichem, look in Perigimel Pasagav number 20. V'ha Nachash haya arom mikochayas hasadeh asher osa Hashem Aleichem. V'yoymer Eloisha afkiyamer Eloichem leisoichlu mikol eitzagon. Didn't Eloichem say you can't eat from any of the trees? Says Achsam Sefer, look how tricky and clever the Nachash is. In the course of conversation, he casually drops the Hashem for the first time. Until then, till Parag Beis Pasuk Da, it's only Elikim. From then on, once Hashem's dealing with man, it's Hashem Elikim. Until the Nachash comes along and seduces Chavra. How does he seduce her? He drops Hashem. Chazal say, you know what the Nachash tells Chava? You know, God was jealous. And that's why he created, he ate from the Eitz Hadas, and he created the world. So he doesn't want you to eat from the Eitz Hadas. Now at first, Adam and Chava could never think of such a thing. That's how Hashem created the world, by eating from the Eitz Hadas, as if Hashem has deficiency, and he needs to eat from the Eitz Hadas to, to create the world. Where did he the Eitz Hadas came from? So Adam and Chava never had a Havamina to eat from the Yetzadas until the Nachash comes along and he says like this, He's just Elohim. He's just, you know, one of the strong forces of nature. He's not Haya Haiva Says the Gemara in Sanhedrin, Lam and Chesim and Beis, Adam Arishayin Min Haya. He was an Apikaris. How do we know he was an Apikaris? Because if you look in the next Pasuk, Paragimel Pasuk Beis, Chava also stops to drop the Hashem. She accepted the pitoy, the seduction of the nachash. The seduction was, there's no Hashem. And once you accept that God is only Elohim, there are a lot of Elohims. Right? Dayanim are Elohim. Sorry, Malar are called Elohim. 
So basically, the Nachash was the first person who brought down into this world this idea of drop the Yud Kei By the way, and we learned Wednesday that Parai was the Nachash. Parai was a Nachash. Chida writes, number 23, this is from, I forgot to put it on, the Midbar Kedemois, Marech Pei Ois Beis, the numerical value of Parai is Nachash. Plus three, right? Parai plus Parai Machmetzayim equals Nachash. The Shla writes elsewhere, Parai in Tanach is called the Nachash. In Yichezka, Perkhav Tes, Pasek Gimel, he's called the Great Serpent. And if you unscramble the letters of Parai, you get He'afar, the dust. So Parai is basically doing exactly what the Nachash did. Hashem created the world, Hashem Elohim, and the Nachash ever so casually drops the Yud Kevavke, Oh, Avkiyam Elohim. That's exactly what Parai did. Parai, he believes in Elohim. Yosef taught him about Elohim. He accepted Elohim. He said, Etzba Elohim here. But his objection is to the Yud Kevavke, exactly like the Nachash. That's why Parai, when he hears the words, Hashem HaTzadik, Ba'ani, Ba'ami, Hashem, he injects himself to be mafsik in the Yud Kevavke. And that's the coincidence of Yudah, the meaning of the Pasuk. You would think he would be humble. No. The fact that he understands that this is Elohim is not what he's out against. What he doesn't understand is what we say in Haidu. First, Haidu Lashem Kitaiv. Then Haidu Lelokeho Elohim. And then Haidu Ladoineho Adoinim. So this is how uh, another, a new understanding in when the Torah uses Yudke Vavke. When it uses Elohim, and when it uses both. In the beginning of the world, God sets up the system of nature. When He deals with man, He teaches man, God could supersede nature. The Nachash is teaching Adam and Chava this Apikarsus. You could drop the Hashem. And that's why at the very end of the parasha, another answer to the Marashdam's question. The end of the parasha, Moshe says, Come on, Parai. Haterem, kiterem tiru'un mitnei Hashem Elohim. You fear Elohim. But what you don't fear is... Hashem Alekim. Rabbi, say have a wonderful Shabbos.